right, and welcome to another episode of This One Time on My Mission. This week we have a very special episode, because uh, we're recording on location in Kelowna, British Columbia. It's pretty cool. Uh, and this week, since we're out on the, in the field, in the heart of things, uh, co-hosting for us will be my friend Shane Letheby. Hey, you remember me? <laughs> yeah, everyone should remember Shane from his uh, wonderful stories in the Philippines Adventureland. That's, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Shane. And so, yeah, I'm here standing in for Ben today. Uh, and we are going to be interviewing a good friend of ours. Uh, her name's Kirsten. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> there she is. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and Kirsten has the, uh, the special honor of being our first guest host who is yet to serve a mission, but who's planning on serving a mission. She also has some interesting experiences. Um, she's actually a convert to the LDS Church, and so she's going to give us a little bit of insight on what it's like being on the, the other side of the missionary lesson, being able to see, uh, I guess, see what, what, what the other people who've been on this show, like, you know, ex- explain their experiences as missionaries. Uh, she'll be able to explain the experience talking to missionaries as a non-missionary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. And before we dig into... Um, all the, the wonderful details of Kirsten's past and, past and present. Um, we, uh, we should mention that, Kirsten, you just had your wisdom teeth removed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if I sound like I have marbles in my mouth, it's because I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how was that experience? Oh, just absolutely lovely. Um, I regained consciousness halfway through, uh, mm. so I felt <laughs> felt them pull out the last two teeth, and oh. that was excruciating. So, hey. yeah, yep. <laughs> it's been a long recovery for <laughs> wisdom teeth, but, <laughs> but sure, it'll be worth it. As yeah, that was all part of the mission preparation process for sure. Yeah, yeah, and so that's <laughs> another item it's off worth the, the checklist. Pain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> awesome, and so. Um, yeah, Kristen, we wanted to start by asking you some questions about, uh, your conversion story, your experiences being taught by missionaries and your decision to be baptized. And I specifically wanted to ask you about these things because, uh, I have (laughs) the great pride in, in that I was able to be involved in some of the process when I first got home from my mission in Vancouver and, um, hopped into the YSA ward, I was called to serve as a ward missionary. And I was blessed to be able to go out and teach quite a few lessons with a few sets of really awesome missionaries in the ward. And one of the people that the elders found and started teaching while I was a ward missionary was Kirsten. So I got to be there for some of the lessons and things. Um, and so Kirsten, what do you remember was your, your first contact with Mormon missionaries? Like when did you first meet them? Well, the very first time I ever met Mormon missionaries was when I went over to um, my friend's house um, in Cranbrook, and uh, they they had missionaries over like all the time. Their parents would feed them and stuff like that, and they were super awkward and <laughs> <laughs> didn't really know like you know it was it was with a whole bunch of um, other girls and stuff like that, so they were a little bit more tense. Um, <laughs> But when I met, um, uh, I didn't really, that didn't really like sink in mm-hmm. as like more missionaries, like I'm here to learn about the church and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, I just kind of put it to the back of my mind and, um, and then, 
uh, I started taking a theology course, which got me interested in um, religion and stuff like that, because I didn't really grow up with a whole lot of it, not really knowing anything about churches or Hmm. God or anything like that. And so um, I... uh, like met went with those same friends um to meet the missionaries because um they were they were already having a lesson with them mm-hmm. and they were being nice enough of giving me a ride home from school so I was like yeah <laughs> don't, like don't let's no <laughs> sure let's learn more about you know religion and stuff like that because I went to I'm well I am going to a catholic institution that's funded by catholics but not like an actual catholic school mm-hmm. um and uh and so they don't really teach really anything about, you know, they teach about Judaism and Buddhism and stuff like that, but they don't really recognize Mormonism or anything like that. And so um, I I was like, yeah, let's let's go and learn more about this. And so that's um, kind of how I, I met the missionaries. It's not like the typical, you know, found them on the street or they mm-hmm. came knocking on my door. But yeah, that's how I found them. So. Mm-hmm. So through some friends and it started, I guess it sounds more like just from more like an academic or theological interest. Yeah, it was just kind of more curiosity of like how I could expand my knowledge of um, the world and what goes on in it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, does anything stick out to you from like the first few lessons with the missionaries? Like any points of church doctrine, maybe like the restoration or the plan of salvation that stuck out that either made an impact on you or maybe just sounded crazy when you first heard it? <laughs> well, um, I, I will, I do have a funny story about when, uh, the, um, elders told me about the baptisms for the dead. Mm-hmm. I thought you legitimately took dead bodies and <laughs> baptized them. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That one I was a little like, mm, can we like back up and like explain that one a little bit farther? Awesome. <laughs> um, but other than that, no, everything, uh, there wasn't a whole lot that was outrageous in my mind or anything like that, that I was like, ooh, but mm-hmm. um, I felt really good about everything that they were mentioning and um you know, I, I was trying to listen with an open mind, so I, I wasn't coming into it as like a critical, like, oh, like da, 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 or whatever, mm-hmm. trying to counter every point or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, and because I, I, I think I came in with an advantage of not really hearing anything about, you know, like I knew who Jesus Christ was, but I didn't really know a whole lot about him or God. And so I didn't really have a background to come and counterpoint with. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and when did it, um, when did it become more of like a personal interest for you? Like when it stopped just being a curiosity and was there a moment when you thought like, okay, this is something that might actually be a belief or a faith for me that I maybe want as part of who I am? Well, um, after the first lesson, um, they, the elders, um, offered me the, the book of Mormon and it was around, it was towards the beginning of April. And so I was like, well, you know, like it's, it's around exam season. Like, I don't know if I'm going to have time, which is a huge excuse. Cause I don't actually really study. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
And so they're like, well, like cursed, if you just, you just read like one verse or one word, like we'd be so happy. And I was like, okay, I guess I can do that. Mm -hmm. And so I started reading it, um, that night and, um, I read a whole chapter, um, and, you know, in my theology course, they were teaching us to read it like a story. So that's how it kind of sort of began was reading it as a story. And, um, and so I guess it kind of became more of a, a personal interest after I, you know, was taking it in and praying about it and, um, you know, doing all the things that the missionaries were asking me to do. Um, it just kind of all came together at once. Like there wasn't a specific moment where I was like, yeah, I need to do this for myself. It was just doing all of the steps and um, doing it with, you know, a kind of an intention of actually doing something with it. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've kind of wanted to have the philosophy my whole life of just like doing stuff just to do it at least once. And then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if it does, mm -hmm. awesome. So that's kind of the mindset I had going into it. So, yeah. It sounds like you were the the mythical goal <laughs> investigator that everyone's looking for. <laughs> but the, from what you were talking, it kind of sounded more like the, the, the Book of Mormon was like, you know, more, I guess, impactful in, in your conversion than like anything the missionaries said, like what, you know, for what they were saying. Yeah, definitely. Was it was accurate. I yeah. I, I mean, like I definitely listened to the missionaries and the lessons and stuff like that, but um, it was mostly through prayer and reading the Book of Mormon that I I came to to know and just accept that, you know, what the missionaries were teaching was true because if, you know, I felt good about the Book of Mormon and praying, then like all the rest of it comes with it. So, um, yeah, I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, do you remember the moment when the missionaries invited you to be baptized? Mm -hmm. Totally do. Yeah. <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah, I do. It's really cool. Um, yeah, I remember like just being in the lesson. Um, I remember it being a very spiritual moment for me. Like I, um, I had had lots of experience teaching investigators on my mission and inviting them to be baptized. So I kind of, um, you know, knew the deal that they, that the lesson might be mm -hmm. heading that way. And it made me kind of nervous. I was like, Oh no, what, what is she going to say? Right. Cause um, you were there for like a half lesson when yeah. they were like, um, you know, if you saw God, would you, um, you know, believe? And I was like, well, duh. <laughs> 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 and, um, and yeah, I remember when, um, like when they actually asked, invited you to be baptized. Um, I remember, yeah, the spirit really being in the room really discernibly and really real. Like it's an experience that I remember and, and that has stayed with me. Um, and so I'm wondering what was that like for you from your perspective? Um, is that a feeling that you notice there was something different or I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, when they first asked me, I was a little taken back because, um, they asked me to be baptized like a week and two days later yeah. of that moment. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. That seems really fast. Like started to get hives and like, <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I just, um, I remember like thinking that in that moment. Um, and you know, we were talking about 
um, the, the chapter that I'd read the night before or whatever. And, you know, some of it I said verbatim when, you know, I thought I had completely forgotten it. And, um, I, so I just, uh, I remember weighing it out in my mind, you know, um, what was important and, um, you know, like whether I, my parents would care if, um, I was baptized and then I was like, well, like, you know, it's my life. I can do what I want with it. So it's not like a super, um, important, you know, factor of this. Um, I mean, it is and it isn't, but, um, (laughs) and, um, and then I was like, well, maybe school will get involved or like, maybe it'll, you know, have to, you know, come before that or something like that. But then I was like, I like, I just had this overwhelming feeling of like, I had to say yes. And like, I just, I felt, and it almost like it came out of nowhere. Like it was just like, yeah. And then everyone just kind of like paused in the room and was like, wait, what? (laughs) That's so true with a missionary. Like you're you're supposed to ask like first lesson, but you almost never expect to hear like a a, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I remember they, when they, in the first lesson, they asked me um, if I'd be baptized and I was like, hold on. (laughs) Let's um, let's rein these horses in. (laughs) Okay. So they they asked you in the first lesson and then they asked you again, how much, like how much longer later, I guess was that? Um, That was like the third lesson that they asked me. So, and Mm -hmm. it was April fools too so that was also super funny because <laughs> someone did mention it like after i had already said yes and stuff like that and so the missionaries were like are you are you you're not pranking on us are you <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a class prank yeah <laughs> got so you <laughs> no we're, we're glad you were serious yeah in that moment. definitely <laughs> um and how was um your what was your family's reaction like when you told me you were being baptized? Were they surprised, happy, concerned? I mean, they were definitely surprised because um, actually my mom made a really funny joke um, when I was leaving to go to Calgary um, to go to the, the St. Mary's and she was like, oh, they're going to turn you Catholic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so I basically texted her being like, oh, not Catholic, but... <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I remember my dad being super supportive. He was just concerned with the timeline and Mm -hmm. it seemed really quick and Mm -hmm. he's, he's a type of person to, um, think about decisions for a really long time. And I I have those tendencies, but I'm also kind of impulsive in that Mm -hmm. sense. So (laughs) like if I find, if I want to do something, I'm going to try and do it as soon as I can. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then my mom, she, uh, she was fairly supportive. There was a few issues that she had that um, were so, like a little outdated um, mm-hmm. and just like some rumors that were going around and stuff like that about Mormons. And so I tried to set that straight mm-hmm. and I just I just told them that, you know, this is making me happy right now and this is what I feel like I need to do. And so um, and they were super supportive of that decision. And so was the rest of my family. My brother was like, yeah, you do whatever you want with your life. Like, I don't care. <laughs> and so was it pretty smooth sailing up until um like up and through your baptism or did you have any kind of challenges along the way um with getting prepared for for baptism I guess like just texting my mom um because she's 
she's such an important person in my life and I really value her opinion. And, um, you know, I was, I was calling everyone else, but her, I have to like collect my thoughts with Mm -hmm. and make sure that I'm saying everything (laughs) the way that I want it to, because sometimes it doesn't always come out the way that I want it to. Mm -hmm. So, um, I was texting her and that was, um, like probably one of the most stressful, um, of the conversations and stuff like that. And, um, the day of my baptism was, you know, we were going like back and forth, like one text pretty much per day of us like talking. And on the day of my baptism, she just texted me saying, um, you know, I I just, all I could ever want is for you to be happy. So, um, I hope you have a great day or Mm -hmm. something like that. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) it was so nice. (laughs) And it was, yeah, it was a really good, um, way into the, into the baptism so because <laughs> um they weren't there for it so it, it really meant a lot to hear those words mm-hmm. so yeah I think it the hardest part was just not having my family there mm-hmm. um but I know that you know that's the way that it was meant to be was you know me discovering it for myself and stuff like that and um if my family was there like maybe it would have gone differently so mm-hmm. I'm happy the way that it went so mm-hmm. And what do you remember from the day of your baptism, um, from the actual baptism experience? Does anything stand out, out or what do you... Well, uh, I was locked out of the baptismal font. <laughs> <laughs> I made this like super dramatic, I was, I was going in, <laughs> yeah, I was just about to go into the font and I was like taking these deep breaths. I was like, okay, we're going to do this. And like, <laughs> and then I went to go turn the handle and it was locked and... <laughs> what is this (laughs) so I had to like sheepishly like walk back in and be like is there a key that I can you know Mm -hmm. use to open to actually get in (laughs) so I guess that was like a physical block of like (laughs) me getting into the font but um yeah it was uh that's probably like I mean that's a silly moment that like sticks out in my mind but I remember um coming out of uh, like being dipped in Mm -hmm. the font and um it was it honestly truly felt like I was a new person and that I like all the old past curse was left in the water and it was such an amazing feeling and one of my friends was there and she's not a member but she was like the smile on your face was just she was just like it you could tell that you were just um unbelievably happy and I was like mm-hmm. yeah because I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guess, yeah speaking of your friends I guess like what um like were there any like m- you know major changes in your life like afterwards or like how, I guess how were how, I mean obviously there's a couple but like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like how, how were you affected besides just the obvious like change in lifestyle and stuff like that um I mean my composure towards people changed I was (laughs) I didn't necessarily love people before um and I I I had the you know mindset of um you know everyone around me is like not great or whatever and um you know you wrong me once and stuff like that and then it's done and so that that changed my perspective of being able to um forgive people and and I mean, that was like a long journey in my life, but, um, that was really the tipping point. And, um, I think just the, the way that 
um, I communicate with others other than talking and whatnot is um, like through, you know, my laughter, my smile or something like that. And um, one of the elders um, said he's like it it was such a huge change like from the very first time that we saw you the baptism all of those things like you can just tell that getting progressively like happier and mm-hmm. um, he's like I didn't know you before this but like I can just tell that this is you know what's changed and I was like that's so cool mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I can um I can definitely second that um just as being in the YSA ward and watching you get baptized and being a new member in the ward, you were a particularly happy convert. And it was <laughs> really, it, it was really uplifting um, to be around you at that time. It really was. It was really nice to see someone so excited about their gospel. I think it helps so much all the other members in the ward, you know, mm-hmm. some of them who maybe have just been members their whole life. And so sometimes we take it for granted or we just get in the routine, right, of just mm-hmm. showing up to church every Sunday. And so to see new converts in the ward like you who are really genuinely excited to be there is a good reminder for us of you know really how exciting the gospel should be that's how we should all be all the time yeah Um, definitely and so we know um that being a a recent convert in the church isn't always a breeze though did you have any any challenges that came up in in your life and in feeling um a sense of belonging in the church or or feeling um you know, connected or that, did you always understand what was going on or was there any, you know, challenges <laughs> that came up maybe with getting a calling for the first time? You know, I don't yeah. know. I'm just trying to think. Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges was, uh, like, uh, three weeks after I got baptized, I moved back here and, um, just trying to get adjusted to, you know, being a ward to being a branch mm-hmm. and, you know, um, and having those callings and and feeling that like pressure and being like what did I sign up for and Mm -hmm. um but I just remember everyone just being so amazingly nice and understanding and um yeah like that was the very first thing that I found when I came to you know the first the first meeting that I went to was a fast and testimony meeting and um I was, I just felt like everyone, you know, everyone was coming up to us and, you know, saying like, hi, my name's blah, 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 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, how's it going? Like, you know, stuff like, like we'd been friends for years and, um, and that was such a cool experience cause I never really interacted with people that were that friendly. And so <laughs> I was a little taken aback, but, <laughs> but yeah, that was, you know, a major part of the conversion too because um I just I felt like I had you know a second family and it was it was amazing to have in a place where you know I don't have any actual Mm -hmm. family members and Mm. um yeah that yeah I I the hardest part um of being home though was you know trying to um like own up to my faith and Mm -hmm. Um, you know, discover, you know, I I was discovering what I actually believed in and trying to also explain it to my parents and their understanding of certain things and stuff like that. So, you know, the, the very first Sunday that I went, my mom kind of like almost 
like got mad at me because I didn't tell her how long church was going to be. Mm. She just thought it was going to be like for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, where have you been? I was like, well, it's just a church. Like, <laughs> isn't all church like this? <laughs> so a bit of the ignorance like came through. And so, um, but I mean, that was pretty like passable. Um, <laughs> and so, um, uh, yeah, so I, there wasn't, I think it was just owning up to and being confident in my beliefs and stuff like that, I think is um, sometimes the hardest part for me because I don't want to um, offend anybody Mm -hmm. or anything like that. And not that it it would, but um, just some my confidence level has never really been like super good at communicating with others what I think (laughs) because that was a good sentence so (laughs) (laughs) Um, was there anything uh, on your phone that was important we can take a break if you need to call somebody or something no you're good okay yeah and no worries about the buzz (laughs) (laughs) you can ask something or Uh, well I know I'm just kind of thinking because like I think most of the other like people that Spencer and Ben have interviewed have been like people who have been on missions. So they kind of, I guess, and they've talked about their experiences with, with like people that they're teaching and how they felt towards them. Like what, what did you think of the missionaries specifically as they're teaching you? You mean like, did they seem like just like robots or were they like, you know, people or were they your friends? You, think they were, you mentioned earlier, they're kind of awkward. Which oh, is the, fair, the very you know? first ones that I met were, okay. were awkward. But, but like, what was your, I guess, yeah. Yeah, um, so the ones that, um, like, actually baptized me and stuff like that, they were really sweet. They were really cool. I liked them. Um, I still talk to them. And that's probably the best part is that I, it didn't feel like it was just, you know, let's teach you these things and then we're right. just going to leave you alone <laughs> to, like, mm-hmm. go and do your own thing. Um, you know, I... I met with them after I agreed to be baptized. I met with them like every day and it, it felt like we were like really connecting and stuff like that. And I, the very first lesson that I went to, um, I mean, I mentioned before this podcast, that um, I'm a bit of an oversharer, but, um, that really didn't come into fruition before meeting the missionaries. Um, the very first lesson that I had was, um, I'd like told them about like my parents divorce and like all these other terrible things that were going on in my life. And I was like, what is happening? I'm crying in front of these boys. Like, Oh my goodness. (laughs) So pretty close. then. Yeah. Yeah, We became pretty tight. So (laughs) yeah, I mean, uh, just the, the spirit that they had about them. I just, I felt like I could really open up to them. Um, and so that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it honestly felt like we just, like, became friends and we were just chatting. Like, we had been friends for years. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were some good missionaries, um, those yeah. two. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to give them a proper shout-out. <laughs> Elder yeah. Call and Elder and Brigmore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were lots of fun. Yeah. Um, and so what uh, I'm interested, you, you told us before we started recording um, that you were really concerned with the thought of ever having to serve a mission? Oh, yeah. So, um, uh, there was one time after a lesson, my friend Chelsea was driving me home and, uh, 
I, I asked her, I was like, well, does, you know, like this was before I was going to get baptized because this was like also a thing mm-hmm. that I was like, oh man, like, I don't know if I could like ever go on a mission. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty funny. So I asked her, I was like, so does like, do girls have to go on missions too? Cause all I've ever saw was elders. And so I was like, and what's going on? And she's like, no, like you don't have to, you just, you just choose to. And I was like, okay, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, we are safe from that one. Like, I don't have to like go on my soapbox or anything like that. So, um, yeah. And then it was pretty funny. And then when I came home to Kelowna, um, I saw, you know, I actually like hung out with sisters and, um, we had both elders and sisters And so I just spent the entire summer with missionaries and I started thinking about it more and I was like, oh, actually, this is like kind of fun. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, I like meeting people and and um, sharing what I love and um, actually discovering that's what I love and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. And then um, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know, it just came one day where. I was just thinking about it and I was like, it's, I was weighing it out in my mind and stuff like that. And then, um, uh, it just was like, yeah, you should, you should probably go serve. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like I, I definitely thought about it and the missionaries, you know, they always try and, you know, get members to serve Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, um, I was, I was trying, I was actually trying my hardest not to, because I wanted to really continue with school and, um, you know, continue on the path that I'd planned, but that's never the thing. So (laughs) it's usually the opposite of what you plan is what goes on. So (laughs) what, um, yeah. Again, how did your, I'm just interested. How did your parents and your siblings react when when you told them you're Planning on serving a mission. I mean, my brother really doesn't care, so he was just like, he's just whatever. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's just, he's pretty chill about most things, so. Mm. Um, he's usually the first person that I go and talk to, just to, like, calm my nerves. And, <laughs> okay, at least someone doesn't care what I do with my life, so. Um, and then, uh, in my mom, I, it, it took a while for me to, to really, you know, be strong with my decision. Um, with my dad, I, I told him, um, and he's like, Oh, that's super cool. He's like, how long would you be gone for? And I was like 18 months. And he's like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, most people are used to like habitat for humanity or anything like that, where you're gone for like maybe a month or so. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, it, it took, it took them back a little bit. And, uh, um, my dad, you know, he had an experience in college where he had the opportunity to go play for um, an Australian hockey league um, that, you know, um, would have been super cool. But he decided to stay in BC and work instead. And he told me about that. And he told me how, you know, he doesn't regret his decision because ultimately me and my brother came from it. But um, that he always, you know, wonders in the back of his mind, like, what if? And so mm-hmm. um, he actually quite supported me in this decision to be able to serve and just wanted to make sure that I knew what I was doing, Mm -hmm. you know, that I was still planning on going to school and stuff like that afterwards. And once I told him that he was like, yeah, sure. It sounds Mm -hmm. good. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, my mom, um, 
you know, mothers are super protective mm-hmm. of their children yeah. and whatnot. And so, um, as long with my mom, as long as I, um, I, I actually know what I'm trying to say and, um, I, um, I'm a little bit more forceful about it. Like I, I'm persistent and, um, you know, bring it up more than once. And it's not just like a fleeting thought. Then she starts to take it a little bit more seriously. Um, mm-hmm. The first time I had mentioned it, she's like, well, why don't you just finish school first? And I was like, mm-hmm. well, because I don't feel like I need to right now. I feel like I need to go and do this. So um, she was like, well, why don't you finish school? And then you, we can talk about it because, you know, you, you've got years. Mm-hmm. She's like, you've got... Um, time that you can spare um and it would just be easier if you finish school it's like okay mm-hmm. um all right so um i like i thought about it more and then um i just it came to a point where i was like well no like i i can't just go and finish school like i have a year and a half left and um i might as like this is my time to go so um i just told her that and she was like all right, um, if this is your decision, then let's, let's just go with it. And so, um, I was like, okay, like, can I stay with you when I, like, can I come (laughs) home? Can I not pay rent? Like, (laughs) and she's, she just, yeah, she took me in and she's been super, super supportive ever since. So yeah, it's been really awesome. I've been so blessed with the parents that I have. So yeah. 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 You have some amazing parents. I really do. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And so, um, the wisdom teeth are out. <laughs> You're yep. how you know. Are you almost done your papers, or are you pretty much? Yeah, all the the doctor and dentist papers are in. I'm just waiting for um, passports and whatnot, and other paperwork to come in so I can submit them, and then yeah. So pretty soon That's I'll be getting cool. that mission call. Cool. <laughs> you have any? Uh, big aspirations of where you might like to go it never works out that yeah, way yeah. Right? I, it's I fun know. to dream yeah. it's taboo <laughs> i mean i like i've thought about you know going to france and using my french and nice. stuff like that so yeah that would be nice or like i've even thought of um i have a friend in in hungary and um you know i've thought about like maybe croatia would be super cool mm-hmm. um or honestly, and everyone's like, well, you could sit to Winnipeg, but, um, <laughs> I have family that's from Winnipeg. So mm-hmm. that's like really hard on my family history to trace back. So that mm-hmm. would be pretty cool if I could like go back and do that at the same yeah. time. So <laughs> that's like my one weenie home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be open to anything. Cause you never know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But definitely, uh, Heavenly Father has a plan for you. It'll be fun to see where you get that call. Yeah. Um, I know that that every every young person who decides to serve a mission is um, is blessed for doing so. That it is a big sacrifice, um, interrupting school, interrupting your life. Um, but that is you put in the efforts to prepare. Um, every single one of those efforts will come back to you in the mission field. That serving a mission is such a beautiful experience you'll soon find out you've already seen some of it you know how it works that you'll find people like you mm-hmm. you know like there'll be a convert who's just as happy as kirsten and that'll be because of 
of Kirsten. Yeah. And it'll be a beautiful circle. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, you know, and the world will be a happier place yeah. because you decide to serve. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, Philippines, you should, you should probably aspire to get them <laughs> to look into it. <laughs> I have a friend serving there, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. And so, yeah, I guess that ends our, our discussion for now, for today. Yeah. Um, Kirsten, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, perhaps um, we'll uh, see you in a year and a half or something. Yeah, like you that. know. We'll, we'll, we'll catch get up that update. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll catch the update. We'll get, we'll get the Kirsten, Kirsten part yeah. two episode. That'd be kind of cool. Just in, That'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah, coming out in 18 months. Look for it in the, in the feed. <laughs> uh, Shane, thank you very much for co-hosting hey, no today. Problem. I hope I did it, did, uh, did, it, did Ben's job justice. <laughs> justice, you did a great job. And, uh, yeah, once again, if uh, any listeners out there want to get in touch with the podcast, there are a number of ways for you to do so. Um, you can email us at this one time on my mission at gmail.com. You can f- follow us on either Instagram or Twitter at Toto my mission. That's at T O T O my mission. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Send us any, uh, feedback, questions, comments, concerns that you have, um, if you have any more questions for Kirsten and her conversion experience or decision to serve a mission, fire them our way and we'll pass them on to her. And if you would be ever so kind um, towards us, you know, do us a real blessing, be a real star and just log into your iTunes account and leave us a review on iTunes. That, it's, that should um, be five stars. It should be five stars. <laughs> we, it's a five star effort. That goes into these. No, um, it, uh, <laughs> it is. It's, 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 t- it's totally up to you, but we have five stars worth of love for you as a listener. So, you know, beautiful. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, a little a little review goes a long way, as they say in the podcasting world. And yeah, have yourselves a, a wonderful week, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much, Kirsten. Thank Bye. You.